Thank you all for stopping by. My name is Justin Gilly, and you're listening to the Rated JG Podcast. What is going on, everybody? Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Rated JG Podcast. My name is Justin Gilly. I'm your host, and I'm here with my buddy, Mr. Corey Ross. Yo. Who's becoming somewhat of a co-host, and I'm here for it. And uh, we, or or I, I guess, went on the Instagram a couple days ago and asked you guys, due to the good response that we had on the most recent episode, y'all seem to really like Corey and, and myself just messing around back and forth, just talking about who knows what. So I thought, why not ask for a little bit of a Q&A and see what you guys want us to talk about. Current events, questions, topics, everything whatever, you know, just see what happens. And you definitely, uh, <laughs> sorry, we have, we have a puppy next to us and a little bit distracted. Shout out Loki. But, uh, yeah, y'all definitely, uh, came through. So we're going to go through a bunch of random stuff that you guys sent us and see where it takes us. So, uh, before we jump into it, crack my beer. Shout out Natty Light, only the best here. Shout out Doug season, by the way. Anybody out there been hunting any Dugs lately? <laughs> Deep cut. Yeah, buddy. That's how you know if you really listen to the pod, if you know what we're talking about there. But yeah, so we're back in the in the, the Corey Ross studios. You can tell by the medals behind us. All the, <laughs> in the trophy case. Probably should have set my blanket up a little, a little nicer, but... Only the best here. Yeah. Rated JG. But... Yeah, like I said, you know, we're doing a Q&A. Um, you guys came through and sent us some cool stuff, and it's kind of off the wall, so this was definitely not rehearsed or anything like that. But we're going to go through it and see what's up. And y'all came through with a bunch of different topics, and the first one uh, that we're going to touch on was it is currently, what, January the 20th when, when we're recording this. And like I've mentioned many times, if you don't know, we're based out of Texas. So cold weather is something that we're not too, too familiar with around here. We don't do well with, but we had a little bit of a, uh, what, what do they call it? A cold snap, if you will. And it's been pretty damn cold here for going on about a week now. The whole, uh, businesses shutting down, schools are closed, all that good stuff. It was below 32 degrees for a couple of days now. It's actually still below 32. It's freaking cold outside right now, but we don't handle it very well around here and people that I speak to that aren't from this area make fun of us. Oh, yo, you guys don't know how to handle the cold where I'm from. We, we freaking go to work within six inches of snow and all that. Our infrastructure is not built for that. Mm-mm. It's we're used to like 90 degrees, 70 degrees in the summer. I mean, in the, the winter time, whatever, if it gets like below 50, I think it's cold, but yeah, we are definitely not built for what most people consider cold and it's not for what you think snow is cool I feel like most people enjoy a good snowfall you know but we deal with ice a lot different <laughs> much different i don't care how good of a driver you are or what four-wheel drive that you have trying to to uh navigate that terrain going to and from work is damn near impossible which is why texas tends to crumble whenever temperatures plummet so yeah they were asking so what is our thoughts on on why people freak out 
when it becomes icy and snowy in our part of the, our neck of the woods. Hmm. Yeah, it's funny though, because like snow ain't a thing, but ice is. You can't walk on ice. <laughs> try go out there and try to run on it. See what happens. You know, <laughs> better yet, walking on it's difficult. So like trying to drive on it. It ain't easy. And we both drive big old trucks too, like four wheel yeah. drive trucks, but like you can't, there's no traction control doesn't work whenever it's freaking literally a blanket of straight up ice. And I don't know, cause I don't like, I'm, I'm not, I don't have any family or, or I guess technically friends that live like in cold areas, but they're like, Oh, just put chains on your tires or, or, um, you know, just let the city come by and play. like speaking of that, like, what are you gonna do? Is run up to the chain store? Where do you get these chains? Like, I gotta order on Amazon. Like, what are you fools talking about? <laughs> I don't like people up north. You got chain stores? Where are you going? Like, you go to Discount Tire and get some chains. Where, think about that though. Where do they sell these things at? Where do you get these chains? I mean, I would imagine you could get them at, like Home Depot or like Lowe's. Like, I mean, a standard chain. But is it like is no? There's... They're specific tire uh, chains. The, okay. Yeah. But could you not like makeshift one? Like, just get. I mean, I'm sure you could. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. They're, 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 um, circular chains that made, they're made to fit a tire and uh, they strap onto, like they hook onto each other to go around your tire. Like it's not, a, it's not like a 20 foot long chain that you're wrapping. Like right. these are chains designed to go on a tire. And I'm yeah. sure you had to get different sizes. News to me. Yeah. But needless to say, we are not prepared for this. So whenever temperatures drop, like it's, it's a thing for real and i am lucky enough to be a homeowner and i'm going to tell you right now my anxiety goes through the freaking roof whenever the temperatures drop because i'm over here on tiktok threads and googling everything youtube videos watching the news like how to prep your house for these these temperatures because you know in from what i gather like you know the northern states whatever midwest like they are prepared for this infrastructure like they're they have snow plows readily available from the city or they have people that are going to go salt the roads and whatnot no nah, it ain't happening like it just overnight temperatures drop and the world stops like i mean people started they're like you need to buy every bottle of water every loaf of bread every non-perishable item and hoard it for your family of three and that's a texas thing it's like toilet paper that was such a thing like i don't know about the normal household but i mean you might use like one roll a week like what are you hoarding 76 rolls of toilet paper for how much right. how much you shitting like what are y'all doing in that house y'all having chili every night what are you doing facts no but it's a good like, question what? for real like, like it's gonna be frozen for a week i mean even if you are locked <laughs> in your house for a week like how many shits you taking <laughs> right. oh my god it's getting cold hey <laughs> canned vegetables like meat mm -mm. toilet paper that's what we need baby <laughs> D yeah don't worry about the food that's gonna make us shit we're, we're just gonna be shit and so we need <laughs> hella toilet paper to get us through this it is this it's, last one wasn't bad though the stores were pretty good yeah and and i think that it's it's such like a like a like a, a a prep for it i mean because you hear about it seriously I, this is not an exaggeration like you'll hear it for two weeks in advance like hey guys in you know three weeks from now it's going to be pretty cold so y'all start prepping now like how do you how do you even know that like i mean i'm not i'm not a 
a meteorologist, but my God, being in Texas, you don't know what the weather's going to be like in six hours, much less three weeks down the line. So you hear this one thing on the radio or the news or whatever it may be, and people legitimately freak out. And I know if you're not from here, which I know a lot of the listeners that aren't from here are like blown away by that, but it's, it's a real thing. I mean, it's, we live in a fairly, it used to be a small town and it's definitely not a small town anymore. We're blowing up and we have like, Okay, you got a Walmart, a Kroger, a Brookshire's, an Aldi. Uh, is that? I guess as far as grocery stores, that's all. So I mean, that's yeah. four in one town, and you're gonna be <laughs> bebopping around trying to find everything. You got water bottles available here. You got store brand toilet paper here. You've got no canned goods here. I mean, people freak out, man, and I don't understand it. It's so off topic, but. Do you? I hate Aldi. <laughs> I like it, dude. It's a little much. It's like kind of anxiety-inducing. That but I like place, it. man. They're gonna make me rent. A, I got. I gotta pay money for a cart. You get it right back. It's dude, a quarter. I, I gotta. So I gotta pay money for a cart. Oh, here's all my groceries. Well, sir, do you have a bag to put? On? No, that's your job. I gotta bring <laughs> my own bag. Like, what are you talking about? Then I go in there, and you want anything oh sorry we don't have name brands you got to find some random stuff that we that we have here on the shelf what are you talking about where's the doritos like where where where's the paper plates like where's your stuff at what what am i looking at i hate aldi dude and are their prices yeah because some random dude named george made all this stuff in his basement what are you talking about there is there's there's no such thing as a dorito it's like nacho cheese flavored tortilla triangle dude i freaking hate aldi dude went in there twice and i'm like this is the worst i like it all my stuff well okay so i live a fairly healthy lifestyle as i'm drinking a natty and have a zen in my mouth but no i try to be somewhat healthy and so do you it's really good for people that are like trying to be somewhat health conscious. You can get some good stuff there. Like, you know, as their far- meat, I didn't like their meat either. Their meat choices was whack. What? What what are you talking about? There's only so much meat you can buy. What That's you- what I'm saying. You went in there, typically you have like a, a a large like I don't know, is a plethora the right word? Like, you know, you get <laughs> assortment. Pork, you get assortment. There's all kinds of pork. There's all kinds of beef. There's all kinds of turkey. You pick which one you want. Like, there'll be like a Tyson brand that has four breasts. But then over here, there's another brand that has five breasts. One's $12, one's $13. You kind of figure out which one you want. You look at the calories. This one's not really working with me. Go to that one. Calories per serving. Pro. You kind of, you look around, you go to Aldi. There's one thing of chicken breasts. It's. <laughs> There's two of them, and it's it's thirty dollars. Like what? And you bougie. I, what? <laughs> no, dude. I'm just like, no. It's like they got one option, and like it's not good. Like when you start looking at the calories, and like what? It just there's like one option of everything. You got one. You get to choose one option of like steak. You get to choose one option of chicken breast. There's like one option of ground turkey. And it's like, dude, like. I, I need more than that. Is that. What is this? No, I get what you're saying. Is, is a grocery store? Is Aldi like a? Is that a regional thing? Or it's like, is that ever? Is that everywhere? I have no idea. I don't either. Because, so you're making a good point. I get what you're saying. I do because I've been there before. And if you haven't been to Aldi, your first experience is very anxiety-inducing. You're like, 
the, the, the damn grocery carts, you have to put in a quarter and you're like, if you're not prepared, you're walking around yeah, there with no car. Well, it's only that if there's, if there's somebody behind you and you don't know what you're doing and they're like a, a seasoned Aldi vet, you're like, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> just putting in my quarter real quick into the fucking thing. Like it's a, it's a whole thing just to get your cart, which I understand because they want you to bring it back and get your quarter back. I don't care about 25 cents that much, but it's, it's a thing. And their layout's like a, I don't want to say it's like a maze. That's not the right it's word. It's the TJ Maxx of, of grocery stores. Their layout is to like force you to like pass something once and then like almost like a like a track. It's like a track or like a, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but like you, it's a start and finish. Like there's no really weaving in between. Like you start and you pass something once and then you go on, like you got to go all the way back over and like start again. <laughs> like you gotta go outside the building and start over. Like you gotta look at the not, f- the fucking blueprint of the store. Yeah, it's like not aisles. It's a track. You start at A and you yeah. finish at B. And if you miss it, you, like you gotta start over. Yeah. Check yeah. out and check out. Put your groceries in your car and come back. Like there definitely I don't is. Know. I'm not an Aldi fan. No, I mean I get it because <laughs> you you do save a lot of money. Like and if you're not in a crunch for time and you don't care about looking like a fucking idiot, you know, strolling around there mindlessly, it is good. But you're right because you will be like looking at your name brand nacho cheese tortilla squares and then you turn the corner and there's like candles and like seasonal like snacks and then blankets and lawn chairs you're like what the fuck happened in in 10 10 square feet that we turned such a, a hard left into the the, the store choices <laughs> which is all fine I, I, and for y'all i don't even buy doritos when i go to the store that's it's all fine Liar. it's like I don't buy Doritos, but it's like, you just, I don't know. When you go to the store, you know what you want. Like, you know what you want. You go to Aldi and it's like nothing there is familiar. It's like all their, all like all these weird brands. You like, you don't know what you're getting unless you're like an Aldi regular. I'll put it to you like this. I think of Aldi as a supplemental grocery store. Like if I'm going to go there, it's like strictly, I've already got all the stuff that I need. I'm just kind of going to go look and see what I can get for a deal. Like I get, uh, there's like, you can get like produce and stuff. They're pretty cheap and whatnot. And then like they're, they're frozen foods. That's where I was thinking earlier, uh, kind of off topic there, but Trader Joe's is like a, a thing. I don't know. Again, I don't know if that's a, a like a regional thing or what, but you've heard of Trader Joe's. It's like the fancy version of Aldi. Trader Joe's and like Tom Thumb's kind of the same, is it not? Or no, Tom Thumb's like a legit. It's a full ass grocery store. It's like a Kroger, mm. but but Trader Joe's is like Aldi in the sense where it's like their own brand. Like they, yeah. they there's like Trader Joe's chips, Trader Joe's like a sprouts and that kind of no, it, no, no. I get what, so where I where I was going with it is like Trader Joe's is like its own thing. Like Sprouts sells organic this and organic that trader joe's you go in there you ain't finding nothing that's not branded trader joe's brand and like aldi is aldi brand like it's all it's like (laughs) off brand but their own thing it's it's weird and i i think it's trader joe's is like the uptown dallas version of aldi like (laughs) oh you get your chicken nuggets from kroger i only do trader joe's organic shut up oh. it's freaking nuggets like chill out what's just dawning on me is i didn't realize it till like this very second it's like the last podcast i think we spent 10 minutes griping about grocery stores like, <laughs> talking about people did. people getting in our way at the grocery store like grumpy old man like, dude 
Dude, we're getting old, man. <laughs> we're spending 10 minutes talking about grocery shopping, grocery stores. I've noticed that, man. Because we're, we're slowly turning into, like, I don't want to say our parents, because my parents are the coolest people in the world. But, like, you know when you're growing up, you think, like, oh, God, that's a grumpy old man. Dude, I'm at the point where everything fucking bothers me. <laughs> Just, like, I am that. like I, I Irritable. Irritable is the right word. But I go into every public interaction. This is the difference. It's one thing to be irritated. It's another thing to go into an interaction knowing you're going to like, okay, a store where there's employees working. You're an employee somewhere too, just not at that store. So like, I have like a very strong, like I, I am very well aware that I'm going into an establishment where people are getting paid to work. So I'm going to give that person the utmost respect. But at the same time, say I'm at Aldi and I'm like, hey, I've never been here before. This is a weird environment. Where is your milk? And like, if someone's looking at you and they're like, what do you mean? Where's your milk? Or where's our milk? I'm like, what do you mean? Where's I just fucking ask you a question. Like, can you not just point me in the right direction? Like, I've never been here before. And like that attitude of like, there's a general consensus across the, the whole U S right now. Everyone's just so rude. And like, off put and like god forbid you ask someone anything at their job like you're public enemy number one i'm like i didn't ask you to work at all do why are you pissed at me like i'm just give me i'm asking you a simple question and you're being a freaking ass to me right now <laughs> but that lends itself to being now i'm grumpy because like why are you being a dick to me now i want to be a dick to you mm. and then the other people that are in the same boat as you are angry too and then you're angry at each other because you're bumping at each other with cars Getting old, dude. <laughs> God, we are. I did. I listened back to that other one. I was like, man, we were, we were, we went off on a little tangent there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and don't move my stuff at the grocery store, deck government. That's it. I think you just get into like a routine. Mm-hmm. I know I do. And if something like, if there's a wrench thrown in that routine, I'm like, I got to calm myself down. Like, it's not the end of the world. We're going to get through this. Get over yourself. But the the working class now, whether it be a 15-year-old or a 35-year-old, whatever, like everyone just seems to be so angry all the time. And I don't know if it's like a, I'm, I don't know, can you say the word COVID? I think COVID had a lot to do with it. Like, you know, whenever the world shut down and everybody was so caught up with their own life and their, their health and, and their money and whatnot. And like the interactions got real weird with people. Everybody had a mask on for so long. Like public interactions are very weird now. And that's why, uh, so our small town, like it, well, not small, but whatever, uh, Brookshire's is a locally owned. I think it's only a Texas thing like HEB and Brookshire's. I'm pretty sure are only Texas. You go there now, they're still over the top. Nice. Like they are more than willing to help you. They like take your groceries to the car for you. They bag them up. They're like, there's no sell. But you pay for that niceness now. Yeah, it is an extra dollar or two to everything you buy. That's true. But I've been holding on to this letting you and you're about to bring it up. Self checkout. (laughs) I don't I don't jack with it. Unless you're you're stealing a brisket. (laughs) Yeah, unless I'm in a hurry. But (laughs) yeah. Uh. I will not go to self checkout. Like, I don't work here. Like, what am I doing? Like, you like I'm gonna wait in the line and I'm gonna let somebody check my stuff out. Like, I'm not an employee here. Why am I doing their job? Like, 
Can you imagine going to McDonald's and going back there and cooking your own food? <laughs> that's a little much. <laughs> like, yeah, that's checking myself. I know I got a cart full of crap. Like, yeah. I ain't doing it. I have like, like a, you're getting paid to do it. You're gonna do it. I have a threshold. If I have like 15 to 20 items, I'll go there. You want to know? Fair point. Hey, yes. Do you want? <laughs> maybe it's a me thing, dude. If I got produce, no, I ain't going in there typing in fucking pound one two they're three. They're pretty like, good now. They they all got stickers on them and you weigh them. Most of them do. Nope. That's where I draw the line. Mm. No. And then, like, if you are like buying alcohol or tobacco or anything, they it's a it's a thing. You have a little sixteen year old coming up to you. Can I see your ID? I'm like, dude, I already got it right here. Like, I'm fine here. And they're looking at it, looking at you. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not trying to, you know, get one over on you at Kroger to buy a six pack. Like, it's not that serious, dude. But they're just again, they're just doing their job. But it is weird, and it's the normal thing. They're like, there's self checkout everywhere. Not even like just uh, grocery stores now, like Target and stuff like that. You can. I get anxiety self-checking out, like I'm trying to scan something and it ain't scanning. I'm looking <laughs> around, there's people waiting on me and I'm like, I, you know, I don't do this all the time. So I'm like, my gosh, I, I don't fucking types. work here. Yeah, I don't work here. God, quit looking at me. And dude, like, I didn't have the proper training. <laughs> dude, I only got 20 things, but it's taking me forever. And then I bag my stuff and it's like, put your stuff in the bag. I'm like, it is in the bag. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. God forbid you remove the bag. Yeah, early. Like, please remove it to the <laughs> return it to the bagging area. Oh my gosh, it was there for ten minutes. Like I'm just trying to get in my buggy now. Like I ain't got no more bags. Like oh my dude, god, dude, it's stressful. And so and it makes you feel fucking stupid. <laughs> I don't jack with it. It is. I'm very... going to an employee there. Like hey, you gonna scan all this? And I ain't jacking with it. It when did when did employees stop bringing the carts to your car? Is that like a is that? I feel like that was, that was all, only a Brookshire's thing, as far as I know, growing up. Really? Only Brookshire's would take. They'd Damn. walk you out there and ask you about your day and annoy the shit out of you. <laughs> Shut up and put it in the yeah. back seat. Here's two dollars. Yeah. Get on, boy. <laughs> I'll give you an extra dollar if you don't talk to me. Just throw it in the bed. It's <laughs> so throw mean. It in the back and double it. <laughs> Just give me the bread and the eggs. I'm gonna put it up front. God, we're we're a hundred years old. Seriously. <laughs> How about that game last night? Shut up. Yeah, right. Sure is cold out here. Don't even get me started. Yeah, it sure is. But anyways, we spent, we, I don't know how in the world. Talking about this damn ice weather. I was the, the, jacked the, up, the ice and the snow brought us into Aldi, but yeah. yeah my so, fault. No, no, it was good. But the uh, I got a couple more here. The, uh, the next one. So I turned 30 in August. So, um, Corey's about a year older than me. You're coming up on a 31 and what? There's that clip where the, the guy that's, uh, what's his name? Uh, gosh, he's the war, uh, war machine and Iron Man and Avengers, him and Kevin Hart. Oh, Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. And he's talking about how old he is. He's like, yeah, I'm turning 45 and Kevin Hart's like, damn. Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> That's how you got turned 30. Like, it, damn. Is, it is weird thinking about that, but I don't feel 30, but you know, it is what it is. But anyways, where I was going with that is I'm 30, Corey's 30, uh, but we're at the point where in human history, we should be at the point where we like, oh, okay, well we're settling into the careers and you know, got a good idea of what's going on here. And it's just, things are changing in our society. And one of the questions we got was like, how did you go about home buying and that process? I feel like we have a pretty unique perspective on this one because 
I'm very fortunate. I bought my home this past year in April or yeah, April and Corey is a real estate agent. So the whole prospect and the whole, like, I guess the, the, the process of, of buying a home is so much different than when our parents and their parents went through it. You know, back in the day, you hear all this stuff like, Oh, well, my parents got a, got a home for, you know, $50 and a handshake. And, it sounds funny, but it's not that far from the truth. Cause nowadays, dude, it's, it's fucking crazy. The hoops you have to jump through to even get approved or like just trying to get a home is, is wild. And you know, where I was going with like, you know, our age group is usually typically like our peer group, people should be in theory in, in a home or, or at least able to, to get one, you know, given their circumstances, obviously things change, but Man, I, I would, I'd venture to say, you know, and like as far as our peer, unless you're married, like getting a, like as a it, single person, it's <sighs> almost, it's almost impossible to be, <laughs> to be a single human and buy a home right now. Like, and we were talking about it earlier, like you almost have to be making almost like 70 to 80,000 to afford a house right now. And it's freaking crazy. And that is because the going the average mortgage is around 25 to like $2900 right now that's like an average mortgage just to pay for your shelter like just just the home you live in not the electricity the water the property taxes the food the entertainment the animals your spat like i mean just to have a roof over your head is crazy dude and i look at homes all the time dude and it's it's absolutely wild like there's a house in maypril right now i think it's 219,000 it's falling down the inside is not finished it's just wooden there's it's just wooded in frames and it's legit falling down $219,000 for Man. something that you're going to have to put 100,000 into just to live in it and like i said a minute ago we live in a small town that's it's not a small town anymore it's it's like a we're damn near 6a the town he's talking about is about what 20 minutes from us give or take yeah maybe and yeah. they are half our size so i mean and if you're saying that it was a 2a three is what is maple 3a uh, i don't know it was 3a when we were in high school but that was 10 years ago i'd say give or take it's probably three quarters to half of our population in our town and you're still paying for a dilapidated home <laughs> there's there's so many things like that though i saw a house that was for sale for two hundred thousand, and it was like a two-story house the the like the the walls on the outside were falling off of it it legit had a hole in the scene like where it either got struck by lightning or like a <laughs> meteor hit it and it was two hundred thousand dollars you can't live in it like it what a thing a two hundred thousand dollar mortgage is almost two thousand dollars a month. You're paying two thousand dollars a month for something you can't live in. That's absolutely insane. So for something that you can't, uh, yeah, it's three thousand dollars a month to live. Like and it's apartments, not, renting, renting's crazy. And there's not even a negotiation. You're like. <laughs> 200,000 for this piece of shit and they're like you don't want it kick rocks we got 12 more buyers on the way here right now man like it's crazy and 
what I've heard is like a lot. I mean, you can maybe speak to this too, because of you're in like with the real estate thing, people are like, uh, using real estate now. And it's always been a thing, but they're using it as an investment. Like, okay, well, if you're lucky enough to have a home that's paid off or whatever it may be, and you're like well off, you'll buy that home because you can afford it. And you're only giving the option to rent it because you have an investment property. Like, good for you, make your money. But then people our age are like dying to get into something and you can't find an option to actually purchase a home. So you end up renting or you end up in an apartment, which is completely fine. I'm not hating on that at all. But like there is, it's like an endless tunnel. Like you can't get out of it because, okay, I'm going to buy this home for $3,000 mortgage. Or I'm going to rent this apartment for $2,600. Like, okay, well, it's only $400 a month difference, but that's $400, bro. Like, that's that's the difference in you having a home or renting. Like, it's just, it's a, the system is so jacked up right now. And it's like, I feel so bad because so many of my friends are single guys or single girls. And like, there's just, how do you even remotely begin to tackle an obstacle that big? What blows my mind, too, is, like, you know, social media and Facebook. Like, we all have so many friends and followers and following people. It's like, and you look at these these people our age, you know, give or take, and uh, you're like, like, I know, I know you two. Like, I know both of your professions and your jobs. And this house you just bought is like $600,000. What? <laughs> the math ain't mathing. And I'm like, I don't, like, <laughs> and I can't, there's, there's dozens of them. There's, there's so many of them. And I don't understand it. They gotta and, be in just so much debt, man. There's no way. And like, yeah, I don't know. So, I was, and then like, uh, everyone's saying like, you know, in, in the next four years, there's supposed to just be so many foreclosures. All these people are buying these houses and they can't afford them, and inflation's just continuing going up. So the the you know, it's not getting any better. But I'm just like, I don't know. Um, it, it's it's hard because like, you know, it's it on paper it seems like a simple fix, but then you have like these fucking Dave Ramseys of the world. You know who that is? I do. So it's the got a book up there. Well, you need to burn it because he's an old, out of touch person. That's like. Do you ever have you ever listened to his show, the Dave Ramsey show? Uh, uh-uh, uh, read his book. Or he has people call in, and they're like, he's like, you know, hey Corey, you're sell your car, sell your house. He's like, and, hey uh, Corey, you're on with Dave. How's it going? I'm good, Dave. How are you? Oh, better than I deserve. Okay, so you know, tell me what your financial situation is. They're like, oh, okay, well I'm a, uh, I'm a man. I'm married. I'm 30 years old, married, and you know we have no kids. Okay, well, what's going on? Well, we, we, we're having trouble getting out of debt so that we can move into a home. Okay, well, tell me your financial situation. Well, what are you bringing in a year? Oh, well, I'm making 75K and my wife's making 50K. Okay, well, uh, sounds to me like you should have no issues. He's like, well, I have, you know, I put myself through dental school and I've got a truck and my wife has a car. He's like, sell those. He's like, sounds to me like you have a spending problem. What are you fucking talking about? Y'all told us to go to school to get a degree, so we did, and now I have $50,000 worth of debt on the low end, and I'm trying to pay that off, and you're like, well, you can't. You need to live with your parents. Okay, me and my wife, of uh, that I'm, we're 30-something years old, living in my parents' what basement, 
and eating ramen noodles and well i mean uh, you, you need a sacrifice have you been to starbucks in the past year yeah i bought a three dollar latte twice this year <laughs> sounds to me like you're the issue what are you fucking talking about you out of touch old geezer like that is not even remotely close to the issue well you and your avocado toast and your lattes are the problem no the system is the problem like there is no way out of this and how do you expect us to we went down the path that was carved out by the government and by our peers and said okay this is the way to success and you do that and you're trying to pull yourself out of this hole and somehow we're the problem it's what me. do you mean hi <laughs> the problem it's me <laughs> i love t-swift but <laughs> what the the thing that really got us in screw, screwing me personally is one it was the presidential election which i'm not going to get into politics or any of that but you know that happened at the same time we had covid so with the president's decisions and then with covid like California's inflation was out of, out of hand. Their rules and regulations, their laws were out of hand. So all those people were selling their homes there and moving to Texas. But the thing is, like, a, a house here in Texas that would sell for 200000 that same exact house in California would sell for, like, 600000 So they're selling that house for 600000 and they're coming here to Texas, and they have six hundred k cash to spend, and this house is 200 but there's also seven people from California bidding on this same house. 205, 225, 250. Oh, I'll give you 300. Oh, I'll give you 400. I saved $200,000. So now that house just doubled in cost and that happened over and over and over and over. And so now this house that should have cost 200,000 now 3 years later is a $600,000 house and I'm screwed. And I can't buy anything because <laughs> I'm not from California. And no, it just I, ruined everything. And that's a domino effect, too, because there's so much land and so much development going on in Texas all over Texas. So like you said, like all the benefits that we have, you know, no state income tax, all that stuff. People come from out of state to here, you know, which, you know, I'm not faulting them for that if i was i mean if you're born there and like that's all you know and you're moving here for a better opportunity more power to you i guess we could do the same thing and move to fucking west virginia or something like that but nobody wants to do that like it's so we're again we we went down the path that we were supposed to go and we're still like dealing with the repercussions of like it's i don't know it, it's just like we're like an eternal hamster wheel you know and and if if you say those things out loud to somebody that wants to listen they they just brush us off and you know my i'm very fortunate like my my parents like whenever i talk to them they're they're very level-headed honest people and they're like even them they're, i don't they're like i don't fucking know how y'all are doing it you know like it's 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 wild you know back in their time you know if a guy if you had a full-time job, you could buy a house. And the full-time so, job was anything. Yeah, I mean, anything. You, you, you if, could, you, if you worked 40 hours a week, you could afford things. You could be <laughs> you could be uh, uh, working at, you know, the, the fucking, I don't know, the grocery store, being a manager there, or, uh, you know, driving, the, you know, uh, working at the post office, or whatever it may be. If you had a full-time job with benefits, you were set. That was it. 
you're good to go. Now that's the bare minimum. People are, you know, the term side hustle didn't even exist five years ago. Like now a, a full-time job now can get you a vehicle. That's it. You can't live. No, right. a full-time job will let you finance a vehicle. You can't even yeah. like, you can't even buy one outright. And then like, that's another thing. Like you have to feel bad about having a vehicle, but you have to have a way to get to and from your job. <laughs> it's wild. Times is different. But I, again, I'm very fortunate, you know, but it's not easy either. You know, we dealing with the day to day life. And then once you're in a home, it doesn't get any better because, you know, Corey lives in an apartment. We're in that right now. It's a very freaking nice apartment. And then he'll come to my house and stuff. And it's, you know, we're a very modest home. But man, the amount of crap and time and effort it takes to just keep it up and running like, oh my God, I am constantly fixing stuff, putting stuff, putting money into. Like, it's hard to, uh, when you purchase something, you want like an immediate like gratification, like, oh, I upgraded something. No, you're fixing something like uh, a faucet or a toilet bowl lid or a freaking, you know, a, a, a light goes out or your dryer unit doesn't work or you have a leak or like, it's always something. I don't know, man. It's, that might be your problem though. You're fixing things. You know, you you got buy new things. You don't fix the sink. You just get a new sink. But that's the thing. <laughs> Nowadays, you go get a new sink, and they make it to where it's going to freaking fall apart in five years. Oh, I don't know. But to, in closing, buying a home is a freaking nightmare. So if, wild. if you're lucky enough to be in a house or have anything, props to you because it's a constant struggle. But By the way, if you're looking to buy a home, Corey Ross Real Estate, I can help you out. Um yeah, get pre-approved. That's the first step. Don't look at a house if you're not pre-approved. It's frustrating. Don't do that. Get pre-approved. Another thing we also talked about off the pod. If you have a buddy that is in a line of work, we're talking about real estate right now. Why not use your friends? That goes that that goes across the board for any any kind of business like if you're going to do something and you have the means and you're able to like, why not support your friends? Why, why would you go to a huge real estate firm with somebody you don't know that probably has a client list a mile long, whereas you could use someone, you know, and you care about and like, why would you not give them the business? You know, just keep that in mind, whether that be buying a house or a car or whatever. Use your friends. Yeah, it's just anything. Like you have a friend that has a car dealership. Go to him first. You might, he might not have what you want, but at least go to him. See if they have something right. him or her. You know, you got a friend that likes to bake cookies or cake. I don't know. You have an event coming up. Use them to cater. Like, I don't know. It blows my mind when, like, I guess anybody who's done something like that, stepped out, been self-employed. It means like a lot. I mean, you have a clothing brand, like friends just buy their clothes, wear it. Like it means a lot and it is very helpful. I don't know if like you think it isn't, but I don't know. It's just wild. Like you think your friends would be the ones that help you out. And then you look over and like they're using some, somebody else or some doing something else. Like I heard, it's the craziest thing in the world. Like, dude, I heard what? something like, I don't know if it was on like Instagram or Facebook or whatever, but it, it's so true. It was like, people want to see you do good. Just not better than them. 
Yeah. And that's like, what a bitch ass mindset. Like what a terrible way to think. Like I want you to succeed. I just don't want you to do better than me. What? Like, I don't care what my buddies are doing. Like it, well, I mean, <laughs> to an extent, if you have a shitty product, that's different. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to, if, if you're like making, if you have a restaurant that's terrible and giving everybody food poisoning, I'm not going to go eat food there. But like, I mean, if you're a realtor, like you have the same licensing as everybody else, like why not go give you the business? You're going to do it anyways. Yeah. What? Like, what? You're going to pay the stranger. Like, I don't know. It's just wow. I was like, oh yeah, dude, found a house. Like, you know, I do real estate. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, do you, I mean, do you do this kind of real? I do real estate, real estate, but it's like, I don't know. Like if I'm a personal trainer, someone walks up, Hey man, what do you think about this program? I just got, I just got this program. Like you like, like, is this, is this a good program? Like, why didn't you just ask me for a program? Like, oh, this yeah. one was free. I probably would have given you a free one too. Like, I just, like, I don't know. It's just wild that it's like your friends and they don't like think of you first or it's like, I don't know if like they don't want to pay you or it's like they don't think of you or it's like, it's a very weird thing. Like if I have anybody who's self-employed, like if they post something, I'm sharing it, I'm liking it. I want you to like, I just want you to succeed. I want everybody to see it. I want to give you every every opportunity. If it's a, if you own a clothing brand, I'm calling you first and getting like a quote from you first to see how much you'd charge me to make my t-shirts. I might not like use you you might be expensive and I might find a better deal, but like I'm going to, you're going to be like my first option. And most of the time I will probably still end up using you because benefits you benefits me. Like we're homies. Like in a weird way, I feel like that should be common sense and like you don't owe them anything, but at the same time, like that's, you're going to make the purchase one way or the other. Like, why yeah. not? Like, I don't, that's such a, like, just a bitch ass mindset, man. Like people are terrible. Like why? And you know, you know that they are going to find out one way or the other. And like, like I said, you don't owe them anything, but like, why not give them the benefit of the doubt? Just like you said, get a quote, like see what's up and try to give them your, and maybe if you don't own your own business or if you've never had anything like that or don't know anybody, anybody that has, like it doesn't mean anything to you. You may not be aware. You can't but, like empathize with it. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, somewhere down the line, you're going to need help or, or you would like somebody to support. Maybe the word I'm looking for is support, not help. Nobody is going to ask for help, like support. You know what I mean? And the thing is those same people that don't, give you their first line of business. If you become super successful and you become the shit, they're going to be like, Oh, I remember Corey back in the day. We were best friends. We were, you know, Oh, now you want to be, now you want to be cool. Now that, you know, the shoes on the other foot. Now that I have, I have a name attached to it. Like now you want to be cool with me? Like, no. And I don't know, maybe that's just my point of view, but I think people, all their actions are intentional and they know what they're doing. And I'm not trying to sound bratty or something like that. You know, like, use me for business. No. And I'm not, like, saying, like, if you don't use me, like, you know, I'm sour about it. But it's just, like, I would expect, like, just friends or something to reach out. Like, if I had a friend that had freaking, I don't know, what's something we use in our house all the time or something? I don't know. If I had a friend that, like, was like a butcher or something like that. You know, he, he, he ranched, raised his own cattle, pigs, whatever. And he sold meat. 
like I eat a lot of meat. I eat meat every week. I'm going to eat meat. Like I would be going to him and getting meat from that guy because why well, am I going to buy meat from him? It's three dollars more, but that's my homie. Like it's three dollars more to buy from him, or I go to Kroger and give Kroger my money. Like why would I give Kroger <laughs> my money when I could give it to Chad over here? Like Chad, I went to high school with. Like or go. I don't. Aimless, you know what I'm saying? Like, aimlessly shop around Aldi. <laughs> oh, fuck Aldi. Yeah. I ain't giving Aldi no money. <laughs> But (laughs) again, yeah. So that all started from, from purchasing a home. Okie doke. All right. So (laughs) this was your topic. Uh, You told me management issues. Oh gosh. (laughs) You get a start on that one. I don't know where I was going with that, (laughs) but I I don't know. It's, Management is just so wild, like, and I always feel like it's one of those things, like, it's like grass is always greener on the other side. I don't know. I feel, I don't know if it's just like, so I've had two, like, jobs where I worked for people. Now I'm 30, I've had two jobs where I worked for a company, and I was self-employed for five years, six years. So I kind of just did my own thing how I wanted to do it. And then I had I worked at a job for three years and now I'm at my job now for a year and a half, almost two years. But I just feel like when you work for, I don't know if it's just when you work for somebody, you just always feel this way. Or if I just haven't like, like my companies are just, I don't know, but I just always feel like there's always a, a better way to run things. And I just always feel like there's more efficient ways and a better way. And it's like, I don't know if I'm just being like, (laughs) that's just a classic employee if everyone thinks that way and then it's like uh like you're like i'm gonna leave here and go work at this other job it's supposed to be better than when you go to the other job it's like the same crap like it's just in a different <laughs> in a different place well, <laughs> and it's like i worked at home depot and it was that way it's like what you a, what did a work at show. home depot oh you know, my god i my forgot last, about that uh, my job when i was in my early 20s it was kind of like and none of these are like bad i mean it's not like it's a horrible place to work but it's just always like if so and so didn't do this it would be so much better if we had this kind of position if we got paid this much if this like it's different I, you know what i'm saying but like yeah is it like that everywhere you go or i feel like does, it, does anybody like you know what where i work they got it together you know <laughs> yeah. they pay us well yeah they got a good mindset like they got it it's like, like you know you're gonna have those delusions of grandeur wherever you work like you're gonna oh if i ran this place blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but but if you've ever worked for like a like a mom and pop shop or like something family owned that's not like under some corporate umbrella that line gets blurred real quick because there is some stupidity that comes into the play. Like, you know, if you're working for a huge, you know, fortune 500 company, there are so many things in place. There are levels and, you know, there's employees that are in charge of other ones that are in charge of another umbrella. Like, I mean, but whenever you're dealing, like if, okay, if you're in management, how about that? Cause we've both been yeah. in management. If you're in management and you're in the front lines for a, you know, family owned business or a, a, you know, whatever, a growing business. And you are in the trenches every day with the customers, seeing them face to face, interacting with them, getting feedback, running social medias, like hearing everything that's right and wrong with the place. And you bring those, I guess, suggestions slash 
issues to the owner that's a little bit aloof or away and they just kind of take everything that you're taking that you're bringing to them as like a joke or like oh that's not how it is or i don't care like that is what breeds like a toxic environment because you (laughs) what do you have to gain from that like you're you're on the front lines hearing all the all the reviews and the suggestions and then you bring it up and they're like shooting it down so it makes like you don't even care anymore and then that turns into like the business going downhill yeah (laughs) Um, (laughs) that's just what blows my mind is like because me and you both have been that middleman for like a long time in different aspects of different businesses and different companies like you're like the middleman like you have like authority and you can make a difference there's someone above you like like stopping you from doing what you want to do and they're the ones who make the calls and it's like i don't know let's say you're selling colors okay i just you know red's a dollar blue's a dollar three green's a dollar whatever you're selling colors and for some reason red has just been taken off you know you're selling more red than any other color and you just go to the boss and like hey we're selling a lot of red um why don't we start putting like our our uh our clothes we're selling all our stuff like let's start putting that let's start making like red more red things um maybe do this with red do that with red like red's really killing it Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. You show to work the next day. There's blue everywhere, fucking blue, <laughs> and you're like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Like so what spot. the like? What are you talking about? And, and like, and they're just looking at you like, "Yeah, great idea you had last week, buddy." Yeah. And then, the, and then the, and then what? The, the P and L report comes out. You know, six months later, they're like. Why in the world do we have such a bad loss ratio? Like, bitch, I told you why. Yeah, like, like, why is blue not selling? What do you mean? Like, why, why is blue not selling? Our numbers are down this month. Ugh. I wonder why. Yeah. If only you paid somebody to be on the front lines and give you good suggestions, but you don't even need like, I looked it. right at you and told you. Like, and it's like, no, I'm not saying I'm not taking credit. I'm not saying I'm the smartest man in the room or anything like that. I just like. It, this is the I have the numbers. It's it's a fucking fact. Yeah, red is selling like yeah. This like is like it's wildfire. This is an arbi- and you decided to push blue. This is an arbitrary objective <laughs> fact. Like I don't gain any. Like I'm not making a bonus off of this. I'm telling you, this is what's <clears throat> happening. And you're like, nah. That's, nah. That sounds super cool. We're gonna go another direction. You know, then you know. And that- then, as an employee, you feel disrespected. You feel not listened to, and it just creates this horrible negative environment. And that just blows my mind. Like as a manager, like your employee came up to you and said, "Red." Like, why would you not push red? And you're what's paying. The, what's the worst you got to lose? Like mm, that employee kind of steered me wrong, cost me some money. And then, you know, maybe write them up, like, whatever. Then the employee, I guess that employee is going to do better next time. But, like, why would you even write an employee up for trying? But it's just it's just wild. And, and it's like, and I feel like that happens in so many places and so many different aspects. You walk up and say, hey, there's a problem with X, Y, and Z. I feel like, I feel like A could fix that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. All right. Anyways, moving on. It's like. But you have to. There has to be a very clear line between ownership and management because they can coexist, but you need to make that wildly apparent from the front. 
Like, I am the quarterback. I am the GM. I am the I'm fucking Jerry Jones. What I say goes. Or, or you can say, hey, I'm going to be in the background. I'm paying the bills. And guess what? You are one of my bills. You are the manager. You handle this. Everything's on you. And 99.9% of the time, when you handle or you hire somebody that is willing and able, qualified, and doing the job that you're paying them to do, they're probably going to be successful at it if you leave them alone within reason. The heater kicked on. Oh, God (laughs) almighty. Um, But, like, that's what blows my mind because, you know, in, in my experience as a manager, the most successful I ever was was whenever I straight up found my shortcomings and understood them and I empowered my employees to make decisions letting people that you're that you are in charge of that you pay that you are like their boss giving them the authority to handle their job to the best of their ability and saying hey man I believe in you do what you're paid to do that breeds such a positive environment and leads to such a good culture and everything around you just leads to it's just like it's like a snowball effect everyone is understood they're respected they understand that they probably will make mistakes everyone does but it's for the greater good like don't just shoot everyone down and like um there was a term that we learned uh, in school it was called a stupid advisor like which is basically what we were you know a supervisor that had no authority a stupid advisor because like Okay, yeah, on paper you can do A, B, and C, but if at the end of the day when you bring all these suggestions and ideas to your superior and they shoot it down, you build resentment and you're like, fuck this, I don't want to do it anymore. Mm. <laughs> and it's been, and what we're talking about, our experiences are from very different fields too. They're not even remotely the same. It's just across the board, man. And that's like, I don't know. I feel like doesn't matter what the business is. Like, if you work on employees and relationship, your business will thrive. So it doesn't matter if you're freaking selling ice or building Teslas. Like, I don't know what what the hell, you know. I just feel like if – I feel like a good job or something, like walking up to an employee, talking to them, and, like, telling them they're doing a good job, like, just means the world. Like, shit like that never happens anywhere. Well, I don't want to say anywhere, but – I just feel like that does not happen nearly as much as it should. And it's just oh, like, so mad. well, you know, and yeah, I get what you're saying. So, you know, there's different personalities, there's different temperaments, but I feel like pretty much across the board, everyone is very responsive to positive reinforcement, you know, um, not saying you need to pat me on the back no. and, and give me a cookie for doing my job. But like, if I'm doing something good consistently, I don't need you to harp on me for the one tiny mishap that happened over six months. How about you just come in and say, hey, man, we uh, we hit our numbers this month. Good job. Or not even not even good job. Hey, we you, you hit your quota. Cool. Keep yeah. on keeping on. Like, I don't like the, the negative. Like, hey, you hey, don't let that slip. We did good. Red was doing good. Don't let red slip. Like what? <laughs> what is that going to do? You know, like it's to a certain point people stop responding to like threats or like 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 living in fear or being like i don't know one person that thrives in an environment where they're micromanaged get the fuck out of here with that like i am a grown man or a grown woman working like you hired me 
we're past the point of my qualifications. I am qualified to be here. You are paying me to do a job. Stop breathing down my neck. Like if, if yes, if I'm causing catastrophic failures every week, <laughs> like, yeah, that's a different story. But like, other than that, leave me alone, man. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's just our experiences yeah. with it, but <laughs> if you can't tell, we feel pretty passionate about this topic. <laughs> we have a whole podcast about a topic. Oh, uh, we will not name names or businesses, but if you know, you know. Mm. So <laughs> moving off of that one, another topic that I am not familiar with because I've been happily married for going on seven <laughs> years now, Corey Ross. What is the dating world like in 2024? That still sounds wild to say that, by the way. I feel like... 2024. <laughs> I feel like me, you, and Casey had a, a dating podcast like in 2020. Autumn was on that one, too. It was, was a it long Autumn? time ago, yeah. No, it had <laughs> been earlier than that. I don't know if she was with John yet, but... Or, I mean, this was before she was with John, obviously, but... Yeah, it was... That was, yeah, COVID times, I think, or right before it. yeah. We've done it before on here. I don't know, man. It's wild. I got <laughs> that was a, so before you get into that, like that was back when, when rated JG was popping the fuck off and we had like sponsors and stuff. And I had more feedback on that podcast. <laughs> People were loving. I don't know. I, I don't know what number it is. I don't even encourage y'all to go listen to that because by the way, looking back, Oh my God. I need to start out every podcast by saying, Hey, Ray, welcome to rated JG. Don't listen to anything I've ever done <laughs> up until like six months ago, because looking back is embarrassing, but whatever it led us to where we are. But yeah, that we, we all did talk about it and it was like, right about like the, uh, when the dating apps were popping off, you know, nobody had like social interactions anymore, but this, you know, you're, you're still an eligible bachelor. Mm-hmm. And if you can't tell by the video, he's got some nice digs up in this bitch. It's a, you know, a realtor, a personal trainer, got a nice puppy, got a house, I mean, an apartment. Yeah. Yeah. Big baller, shot collar. <laughs> Dude, dating's crazy. Like, I don't know. I was talking to my, I talk to my coworkers all the time about it. My coworkers are really into my dating life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna but, get a beer. You want one? Yeah. Keep talking. But uh, Gilly's leaving me. I'll be back. I listen. Uh, but mainly, I don't know, dude. Like, it's so hard to invest in people at 31. <laughs> like, my time. I don't. I don't have any to give. Like. I do, but I don't. I work 15 hours a week, or <laughs> I work 15 hours a day, you know, comes out to be about 50 hours a week, and then I'm working out on top of that, you know, so, like, there's 60 hours a week that I'm doing things, and then for me to, like, squeeze you into that is, you know, that's a big deal, and then... It's just like, is this gonna go anywhere? And my and then dates like my, everything's so expensive. So for me to get to know a female is gonna cost me like a hundred to hundred and fifty dollars just for me to to meet you and get to know you. That's a dinner and something, or sometimes it's just dinner, but it's fifty dollars to hundred and fifty just to say just to meet up with you and meet you. And so like as a guy, it just kind of 
Like I almost have to budget for two weeks just to take a girl on a date. It's freaking wild. And then I take them on a date and it's like no chemistry. So uh, that was no chemistry, no butt cheeks. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that was a waste, <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, but investing is like the thing. And it's like, you meet these people on apps too. And it's like, is this even a real person? Or am I talking to a, a dude on the other end or like in his mom's basement with a a screen name that he uses (laughs) or is it a catfish like does this girl even really look like this you know is this a picture from her from four years ago or is this what she looks like now dude so and it's like i don't know it's like i just need some like hard proof evidence that you are who you are and like i need to know that you're real and like and then i also need to like see something in you for me to invest any kind of time or effort into you it's just effort it's just Oh, it's just so hard. What would you... So, okay, let me... Uh, and I feel like that's most people. But. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I'll... <laughs> you held that up right to your throat when you took that drink. Clink, 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 clink. You like that? <laughs> so, um... <laughs> I heard it, so you're not like, oh, it's kind of loud. But, um... <laughs> so, if you've ever listened to an episode of the podcast, you know that Corey is mine and Casey's you know best friend we we've hung out we've gone on uh on dates and brought Corey along with us for for years now and we live third wheel vicariously through Corey's life like in his dating life and it's just dude I feel so like I'm not I don't pity you because obviously you've had plenty of dates and had plenty of girls but like just the 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 atmosphere and the world of dating nowadays is terrifying and it's sad and it's like depressing and it's, I don't even know how you do it, man. Like it would, it's so discouraging. I don't like, <laughs> like for what you tell me, I'm like, I don't know how you do it, man. Like, I think like 2022, I think I went on four or five dates. Like four of them was with the same girl. It's just like to hear, the like you said okay so so financial obligations aside just to you know you could find a way out of it like you know okay well i don't want to spend all this money but like let me uh let's just have this girl over and like let me make her dinner that girl thinks the same way you do she's like is this guy a fucking serial killer like i don't want to show up to his apartment and like he i've never met him before like so you can't do that because of the way the world is you like which and and the thing is is she did just willingly like yeah i'll come on over like i'm kind of like she gonna poison my drink yeah i'm like this girl's kind (laughs) of yeah she's ready to risk it all like i don't like and another that's wild and she trusts me or is she just crazy like or now i'm now i'm overthinking it or you can be like this is terrible but like you could end up on like a tiktok or like a a prank youtube channel like (laughs) this guy invited me to his apartment. Let's see what it looks like. And you think that you're going to go on a date and this girl shows up. Next thing you know, you're on a viral TikTok. She's making fun of you for like being a decent person. Like it's everything's for cloud and for clicks. And it's just, I I don't know, man, the way that you explain your day to day, week to week, month to month dating life. I'm like, Hey, you are a a trooper, man. Cause that shit sounds exhausting to say the least. And dating is exhausting. And I don't know those people out there. It's like, I love being single. I can, <laughs> I think you're just an unhappy person and you're lying to yourself. Like who the heck wants to be alone? That's wild. Like, dude, like 
<laughs> you're a wild person. You're lying. <laughs> like you haven't figured yourself. You don't even know who you are as a person yet. That's what I. That's what I'm thinking. As he like is child. slowly petting his dog, <laughs> who wants to be alone? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was stroking him one night. You were just. <laughs> who wants to be alone? As he's slowly caressing his dog on this couch. <laughs> But he's so like coiled up on oh, Loki dog. He's him a good boy. Him the cutest boy. But, but yeah, yeah, it's it's it is funny and sad at the same time. Cause I guess like though, if you live like a player life, I guess you could find some joy in that. But that's not like to each his own. That's a wild lifestyle to me. But I think I could I could see how you could like have fun and enjoy that, but. Yeah, at a certain yeah. point, but I mean, it's like it like it gets to a point of diminishing returns. Like in you know whatever you've done, you've done. Like I mean, you're past the point of like going out to the bars and like you're not gonna go buy bottle service to impress a girl at a bar. And like if you do Can't f- afford it, it well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no shit, you're right? Half a bottle. But- <laughs> <laughs> Can- <laughs> You got to lay back there no one finish. Can I just have the bottle? Don't bring the girl over with the sparklers and shit. Like, just give me like some sort of a discount. But like, it's in, like you said earlier, like it's, it's almost like it's an investment. I feel like, you know, like, is it, what's it worth? And I feel bad on both ends because you know, I know, you know, we've got friends that are females too. Like how we got some, I know some shitty dudes and some shitty girls. And I'm like, man, that's someone's first date. That's someone's like, you know, I, I it's hard because I can't blame them wholeheartedly just based upon the world that we live in. I mean, like people suck and there's so many options. Like you think that you're the only person that they matched with on Tinder or or uh bumble like no you're you're on the roster baby like you're you're just the neck you're the flavor of the week man it's wild it's like as a guy like you shoot a dm or you shoot something and like you're trying to think of the best thing to say you're trying to think of something witty something flirty you know you're trying to do this and that and you send a dm and like they don't ever respond or you're just trying to figure out what you got to do to get this girl's attention and then it's like wild on the other end like the girl you have and it, this is wild because I've seen it like I've seen it recently like you have literally hundreds hundreds of DMs from dudes all doing the same thing that like I'm doing oh my god you're so beautiful oh <laughs> fire emoji fire emoji hard eyes marry me like I'm not saying I do all those kind of do but you know I'm not saying I do all those but uh <laughs> but, you know and it's like if you're a remotely attractive girl and you post a picture like you will your DMs just get flooded and it's like as a guy you're trying to shoot your shot and you don't realize there's a hundred shots and so it's like as a guy it's impossible to get a girl's attention and then as a girl there's a hundred dudes hitting on you. Like, which one do you pick? Like, how do you, how do you, how do you filter them? How, how do you like, again, it all become to me, it all be like investing and it's like investing effort and time. Like which one of these like idiots am, am I going to invest my time in? Like, you know, is it based off their picture? Is it based off what they said? Is it just based off which one I opened? Do I even look at any of these or do I wait for a guy to approach me in person? 
And then as a guy, you know, like you're just trying to do anything and everything just to like get noticed or get some kind of, you know, attention or get like a response. A, a response <laughs> is what I'm looking for. Attention sounds neat. That's not what I want. But like, yeah, just try to get a response. Please look at me. Yeah. <laughs> just get a response. And like me personally, that's the most attractive thing a girl can do is just like effort and communicate. Like that's <laughs> the, the most bare minimum shit, dude. Just that's, like that's so attractive to me. Like, hey, um, can you hang out Friday? Every girl like camp plans. <laughs> Great. Okay, and I, so I'm like, okay, what about Saturday? Sorry, uh, family or something. What about next weekend? Oh, uh, I have to look. And then, and it's like, and then, so that's what I'm stuck with all day, every day. And then I meet a girl. I'm like, Hey, can you hang out Friday? She's like, I can't Friday, but you know what? I can Tuesday. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. <laughs> you are attractive. <laughs> I'm like, you just, you gave me yeah. some effort. You get communication. I'm like, Ooh. Yeah. And then like, that'll do it. And then not only that, but I, from what you're saying, you know, okay. Hey, can you hang out Friday? No, I can't. Well, what about Saturday? No, I can't. Like to me, that's already you're already pushing the the envelope of being like needy and like annoying. And like I, I'm like that's, fuck that's, that, dude. Like, that's like a game at that point. I'm like, well, now like, are you if, like if you're not interested, just say sorry, I'm not interested. Then I won't ask you again. Right. But then they like, no, I can't. So okay, well, I'm thinking you're just busy on Friday. So what about Saturday? Right. But then once they like turn you down four times, it's like. Mm, they're not, there's no effort. They're, not, they're not interested. Right. They're not interested. But it's like, why wouldn't you just say that? Why do you make me wait two weeks and like figure this out? It's because they don't, they, they just want to string you along, dude. Cause they, they're like, I don't know. I'm going to keep you, keep you here dangling just in case my other seven fall through. Yeah. I always joke around like, like if anything were to ever happen between me and Casey, I'm going to move to the fucking mountains with five dogs and never talk to anybody again. I can't do it. Like I can't do it. I have no, t I have no patience for that shit, dude. Like and then grow every, up everyone's guilty of it too and it's like you know you want the one or something all you want is like you have a crush on one and you want like their attention there you have five others showing you attention but this one isn't so you want that one and it's like Why? It's, just, it's always so stupid and i'm guilty of it myself Why? it's like everyone like like the one you want isn't giving you attention and like you're fat you're infatuated with that one but you might have four others that are perfectly fine but like that one's not paying attention to me i want that one and then, and then the other four, the other four, they done moved on because you're focusing on this one. And you never get that one. And then you lost the four and nothing ever. And you're just like, you need ah. to expand on that because that that's mind blowing to me. Why? Because that's that is just because a human that, thing. But that's a, that's a contradicting what you just said, though, because like you're like shooting these shots, wanting to grow. And like you're you could be that guy to those girls. And I could be that mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out super bad. But like, okay, so why? Okay. What makes you any different than the girls? Because you're like, oh man, like I just want them to communicate. And you're telling me that, okay, so you have like three or four that you're entertaining. I'm not saying you are right now. I don't know shit about your dating life right now, but like, okay, you are hitting up three or four girls. And the one that you really want isn't giving you the attention you want. So like you drop the other ones, you're just solely focused on her. You could be that guy to the girls that are like, man, I'm talking to three or four guys, but I really want this one, and you're blowing them off. Do you not think about that whenever you're like focusing on this one girl? Like, what makes you any different? Like, why? Why? What is it? Like, what? What about the the 
she's not responding. Why is that enticing? That would be, I mean, I'm not, I'm not in the atmosphere, but I'd be like, okay, <laughs> I'm not going to chase you. Like, that's just wild to me. What is it? Like, is it just like the one you, you can't have it? Like, I don't know. I'm not saying <laughs> I am different. I'm saying that just, that's a human nature. That's what happens. I don't know why it happens. It's a fucking game and being single sucks. That's just like, that's what it is. Like someone comes on too strong. Like, Hey, I like you. And you're like, great. I have this one in the bag. I know they're going to be there. And then it's like, but this one over here is kind of, what's she doing? Is it like too easy? Like, like it might uh, be. Maybe not too, ah, that sounded bad. I'm not trying to be a dick. But no, like, it's just like they're safe and they're there. And so you don't like, they're there. But what, and so you hold them there. And like, you're not ready to commit just yet. Uh, but you know they're not going to go anywhere. But this one over here, this one over here seems a little more fun. A little, she's a little more attractive, a little more fun. But she's not quite like, she's not there yet. And so you keep thinking, well, maybe one more date, you know, one more little clever line. Like I'm actually going to get this one in and you keep banking like on this one coming in and you kind of held this one in a safe zone. So you want the girl that isn't acting the way the other ones are to act the way the other ones are. Yes. But but what happens when she starts acting that way? You're not going to want her then? I I don't know. It's never happened. I'd probably start dating her then. I don't know. But this doesn't happen often. I'm not. Like, I'm not saying like <laughs> this is putting like a kind of a poor. T- uh, I'm bl- I, like, you're blowing my mind right now. <laughs> I'm saying this is just that's dating but in general. That's I know what, that's what every that's what every guy does. That's what every girl does. That's what we all freaking do. So if you come on immediately, hey, I like you. Like you're gonna put get put in that safe zone, and everyone's gonna be kind of be looking for that one that's a little difficult and like the one. There's one that's a little more attractive or has a little more money or has has something that this one doesn't, but they're safe. They're there. You get put in the safe zone. You're not going anywhere. Like, I, like I know I got you. Like you're not going anywhere. But this one over here, he's more attractive than you. So I want to see if I can get him to act the way you do. You know, because I like the things you say, but you just don't quite have what this guy has. Yeah. And everyone's trying to like in their social media and everyone's so accessible. And so it's like, it's easy to compare everybody. It's easy to do this. And like you start getting that person, like, you know what you want from this, from this guy, from this girl. But this one over here, you know, has this. I'm like, well, if I can get that one to say or maybe do what this one's doing and you're just, your mind just fucks you up and. Like, I don't I think, know, you, you play yourself is what you end up doing. I think like, you're not even playing them. You're playing yourself. Congratulations. You played yourself. Yeah, it's stupid, dude. I, but it's not, I, I can see your frustration because like you said, you know, it's a game, but you end up playing the game. Like, cause, and it's, where did the game start? No one's wrong. No one's right. You know what I mean? Like it is just what a game from, from the jump. And that's, that's fucking crazy to me because to me and my mind, all right, let's say, this is hypothetical. Say you have five girls on the roster right now and whatever, you've got four on lockdown that'll, you know, go on a date with you whenever you want. They've expressed interest, but that one that you're looking for finally bites. You're like, oh yeah, we go on two, three dates. And then like, say you make her your girlfriend in the back of your mind. Are you not remembering like how much it took for you to like get her that like, are you not thinking while you're on a date with her? Like, man, she had, it took me so long to get her attention. Like, how? Like, if she goes to the bathroom, is she freaking swiping? Was it left, right? 
swiping on Tinder, whatever it is. You, you get the point I'm trying to make. Like, would that, it's like, I feel like it's a never ending game. Like, even if you have them, you don't really have them because you're kind of be like, well, like, it took me forever to get you and you had all these other dudes. Like, how do I know I have you, even if I have you? Because you have so many options, apparently. Like, I mean, my God, it took me forever to get you. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm just naive. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't think about that at all. Maybe. I don't know. This is, again, coming from the periphery. Like, I just, it's, I do not envy you at all i'll tell you that that's freaking it sucks man there's a handful out there and uh, like that i would just drop everything for <laughs> and uh and it's happened like and i would i would just drop everything but that the, they just don't reciprocate reciprocate it there you go they don't reciprocate <sighs> dang <laughs> re- 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 reciprocate that back you know and it seems like I don't know. I feel like it happens to everyone. I feel like I'm not alone in this, but it's like the minute you do drop everything for that person, they put you in that safe zone because they, they know you dropped everything for them and they're all, everyone's looking. There's a, it's a TikTok that I saw, but I'm sure it's like a, a very common like joke or like, I want to say it was a pasture. She was making a joke. She was, she was kind of making a joke on ladies, but it's like, it was a, a husband's store. And there's five levels to the husband's store. And this is just like this, but this is everybody. Everybody wants more. And so like husband number one had a job. You can take husband number, or you can take a, there's hundreds do, there's a hundred husbands on floor one and they all have a job. Or you can go to floor two and see what floor two has to, op, has to offer. Floor number two had husbands that were good looking and had a job. And it's like, oh, floor number two's kind of got it going on. We can go to floor number three. Floor number three had guys that were good looking, had a job, and were like nice or something, you know? So on and so on. You get all the way up to floor five. Floor five had all the above, you know, is the the best guy there, the best husband you could ever wish for. And it's like, we can go to floor number six. Now, every woman, every woman that went in there always went to floor number six. And it was floor number six was what if floor number six was uh congratulations. Um, you could never be happy. You get nothing. <laughs> oh, shit. And it's like, yeah, there's no pleasing you. There's no pleasing you. There's no man on the earth for you. There's no pleasing you. And that was like, that was like the joke. Like everybody wants something more. So it's like you have all those guys on floor number one and it's like, well, yeah, but I'm going to keep, I heard there's a floor five, so I'm gonna keep looking for it. And that's just everybody, boy, guy. Or I was gonna boy, say, guy, yeah, that that's girl, definitely women, on both men. ends, yeah, for sure. That's just everyone. So it's like everyone knows. Yeah, floor number one's there, but I want to see what's on floor five, floor yeah. six, and I think that's just what everyone ends up just playing themselves, you know. And it's like with social media, it's so accessible. Like you see them, you see them poster pictures, and you're kind of like, I want that. And it's like, I know I have this, but I kind of want that. And you just, I don't know, you play yourself and nobody's ever like, no one's ever, I don't want to say no one's faithful because like, it's not like they're married or dating or something, but it's just, again, it's hard to invest in someone so much time and so much effort because you never know. Like everyone's just splitting their investments and it's like, I don't know, it's hardest to dive yeah. into one. No, I, I mean, I, I can understand that, you know, to the extent that I can, but yeah, there's like that old saying, it's like, you know, what, uh, the tea's always sweeter and the, the greens, the grass is always greener. Well, here's some sugar and water your lawn. Like, I mean, like you can, 
fucking make what you got what you need it to be it's just like the like i feel like that's kind of like ambition in 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 a general sense like when when you settle like that term settling is like it's a bad rep or rap whatever but like settling isn't exactly how it sounds like i mean you because you're over here wanting the the i don't know whatever the girl with the biggest tits fattest ass you know freaking you know making 100k you know nice good family dynamic friendly like what are you bringing to the table you know what i mean because i mean like you need to reciprocate that as well like you can't just be be wanting everything and like what are you bringing to the table you are you friendly do you have a good job like are you not even like i mean monetary stuff aside like i mean are you a decent human being you know like are you going to treat them like uh, an equal like i don't know it's weird and i feel like another thing too that flies under the radar is like all these uh these apps and whatnot like tinder and bumble like everyone's like oh my gosh you need to give so-and-so the time of day like maybe she's not the prettiest or a little bit heavy or whatever like you're going your first instinct is going to be a physical attraction and i hate that that flies under the radar you're not just going to go talk to somebody that you are not remotely physically attracted to just because oh they're probably a good person get the fuck out no you're not no you have to be attracted to them first and that is a double-edged sword because Mm -hmm. that is what started all of this because they're like oh wow hey congratulations on your face I like it. And then it just turns into all this we've been talking about. <laughs> it's wild, man. Yeah. <laughs> I I hate being single. It's the worst. Yeah, so at Corey Ross, you know. If it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hit my boy up. <laughs> Hot commodity here. No, I, I've been joking about it, though. I was like, how many, how many 31-year-olds do you know that's, like, in shape, no exes, like no ex-wife, no ex-husband, you no know, kids, no kids. Like kind of a, kind of a unicorn <laughs> these days, you know, like, they don't really exist, but we'll see. You're not wrong. <laughs> that's the, that's the bad thing. No, hate, got a job, not hating on anybody that has the, <laughs> those attributes. I'm just saying like, you're not wrong. <laughs> no baggage. Hi. <laughs> Questionable. <sighs> but, no, I, I do. I, I I feel for you because it's a date. The dating world is is wild to me from what I hear from you. And I feel now I'm 31. And like everyone, I every like girl my age, and it's like they're either they're divorced, they have kids, they have this and that. Like most 31 year olds, they've already got married, tried a family, and now they're starting over. Which I don't. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely. I've never, I have never dated a divorced or I've never done any of that yet. I don't know. That's going to be a whole different like ball game. I don't know how to play it, but I could learn it. I'm not saying whatever, but there's very few 30 year old women out there that are like, Oh, that just hasn't happened. Like almost every 30 year old woman I meet right now is they have kids. Mm-hmm. They've been married. They just that. So it's like, yes. It's a difficult game. Which, <laughs> you, that takes you, so you're talking about level one, two, three, four, like you're on level, like <laughs> ground level starting there. Yeah, we're down there in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> God dang. 
Just be nice no, to me, dog. I'm not trying to be mean. It's just it's no, not the ideal I, situation. No, not, and everyone, not, everyone gets that. Everyone not, understands that. You didn't come off mean. Yeah. I know. Everyone knows what you meant. It's just funny. <laughs> it's it, I, again. It's I. I don't envy you whatsoever. I feel bad because it's like I know you've been on dates with like nice girls that I've met and whatnot. But it's just damn. If I was just more social, I don't know. I don't get it. I I just I can't bring myself. So like just go to a, go to Fort Worth or go to the bar on a Friday night and just, hey, can I buy you a drink? <laughs> like, cool. that's the worst. <laughs> like, dude, that would be like a nightmare to me. Like, I go talk to all these people. I go spend, go spend twenty dollars on a drink and just for you the, know, get her name <laughs> and she's like, I'm t- talking to her like, what's your name? Sandy, Sandy. Hey, nice to meet you. Where are you from? I'm from Flower Mound. I don't know where that is. Uh, it's 45 minutes from where I'm. Oh, great. Well, anyways, nice to meet you, Sandy. No, my name's Candy. Oh, fuck. I had it wrong the whole damn time. Shit. Like <laughs> She gives you her number. You call it. It's the rejection yeah. hotline. So I, I, <laughs> fuck. Like, yeah. Just got a free drink out of me. So. Oh, my God. That just sounds like a nightmare to me. It, but it, it definitely does. It sounds like it to everybody. <laughs> People thrive in there, man. Let's go out. Let's that, go out. Yeah, where do where do you even find girls nowadays? Like, what do you do? They're everywhere at the bar. I, just, I don't know. Do you want those? I don't. I just <laughs> if I meet a girl, I don't. I don't know if I'm just being pessimistic or what. But like, if I meet a girl at the bar, that means like you like the bar and you expect me to come back. <laughs> like, dude, I got I got one or two of them in me a year. And I came here to meet you, and then I thought I was done. <laughs> like you're telling me I come back to this place, like and we got to keep doing this. Are you shitting me? <laughs> like, He's not lying either. No, but like, I, I came to the bar to meet a girl. I didn't come to the bar to continue keep, keep meeting you. Like what are you talking about? We don't need to come back here. Yeah, this, I thought this was it. <laughs> Nice to meet you, Candy. I'm out. Yeah. Bye, Sandy. Where the fuck your name is? <laughs> That's so perfect because I know exactly what you mean. Because oh. God Almighty, we have I have drug you out to go like <laughs> different things out on the town over the years, and <laughs> you are like just the to get you to the point of saying yes is such an investment. And then once you go, you usually do have fun. But like you said, like it's, I can't imagine when I go there, I mean, I'm with my wife and our friends and we're having a great old time. I'm not on the same wavelength as you. I'm not over there like, you know, trying to find somebody. So I can't even imagine I have fun because I'm like, cool. We Ubered out here. We got a hotel room. We're gonna have a good time. And you're like, fuck, I gotta go talk to Sandy. <laughs> Little do you know that her husband's on the other side of the bar. That's what's crazy too. Is like all the dudes want to pick up girls at the bar. I'm like, dude, I don't know. I'm always kind of looking like, where's the dude at? That's I see an attractive girl. Great. Where's the guy that she's with? That's my immediate thought. Like, because I don't want to be staring too long and like I'm gonna get a fight. Like, gosh. And Cowboys Arlington isn't a thing anymore. So that was your go-to. Swing them around a little bit. Yeah, do a little two-stepping. I, for the record, I never two-step. I'm a half-stepper kind of guy. I feel like two-step is an old man thing to do. But yeah, if you're two-stepping, you get, you're either old man or you're trying too hard. Yeah, or you got starch jeans and a 10-gallon hat on, and you're freaking... You're the same howdy, guy. Howdy, howdy, ma'am. He's the same guy, like, throwing her up in the air and doing them little hippity hops and <laughs> fucking... 
what is it washer and dryer whatever the shit's called <laughs> the pretzel pretzel this guy's over here doing youtube tutorials on how to swing before he goes out there he's like i'm about to fuck these women up with some sick dance moves tonight <laughs> i was at cowboys one time dancing with a girl and this fucking johnny tryhard man this jth out there he had this girl and he pick her up like fucking uh sorry i'm um i'm cussing a lot he's picking her up like uh what's that movie um dirty dancing dirty dancing dude he's picking her up in the air and he's got her horizontal you know up above his head um and then he kind of catches her brings her down and he swings her to where now like they're hip to hip and her legs are behind him she's still horizontal he's vertical you know and he'll pick her back up She's on the left side, picks her back up, and then drops her over to the right side. And same thing, now they're hip to hip on the right side, picks her back up, spins her around, this and that. That's just too much. It's, it's a dance floor, not a not a gymnastics, you know? So it's like, that stuff blows my mind. But I know one time I was at Cowboys dancing with a girl, and, you know, old uh, Billy Bob started throwing this girl around, doing that exact same thing. And they're coming down. She's coming down to do their little hip to hip. And he's about to throw her down. And I'm 12 inches from this guy, from this from this couple, whatever the heck they were. And I got a girl that's facing me, and I'm looking at them. And she's about to come down. And she's about to, like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to end up being a drop kick. She's about to drop <laughs> kick the girl I'm dancing with. So I throw her to the side. And... I then like make like you know like an X with my hands like I'm bracing my defense. Yeah, I'm playing defense like I'm bracing myself, and this girl sure as shit drop kicks the shit out of me, and like I'm a big boy so I don't go down, but damn it hurt, and I I look at them, and it didn't even fade. they they just keep on over their gymnastics and fucking flipping and flopping, and I'm like you assholes. Like who does that? What are you doing? People that aren't from here trying. They too, can't. They, they can't hard. even. Like I know how that sounds <laughs> to people that don't know what you're trying to. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like a pendulum. She's like up, yeah, down, up, down, and then on the way down, she just drop kicked the yeah, shit out of somebody. Drop kicked me. Ooh. And I like, can't be mad at her, you know. But and like you said, you know, if you ended up with that girl, is she expecting you to do that every weekend? You want me to pendulum you every week? Yeah. <laughs> You're crazy, dude. This is a one. I gotta have Advil and a couple nights rest to recover from this night. Dang. <laughs> uh, I used to like half step, but that ain't half step. I've never, I've never heard that story before. That's like what them cheerleaders do, man. That's like the competitive cheerleaders. That's like the crap they're doing. Throwing them up in the air and you now that what you, do you call that aerials and all them girls the flyers man like them girls had to be like flyers come on the dance floor that is crazy. you were probably there that night I, I don't remember I, I, that girl drop kicked the shit on me all I know is that there was one time where god this is Casey's favorite story to tell when we used to go to Cowboys Arlington. And uh, that Stony Larue song, well, I guess it's a uh, Brandon a Brandon Jenkins song. Uh, uh, no, it, oh, it's Oklahoma breakdown. So that I is Stony. I love that. So there's a very, very, very common dancing song it's called Oklahoma Breakdown by Stony Larue. Sure, got and, you crying. But if you don't know 
this song. The one that they play at the dance halls is like the live recording, and it's a very fun, upbeat song. And me and Casey, whenever we were young, we were, you know, pissed drunk out on the dance floor, having the time of our life, dancing, you know, swinging her around. And uh, at the end of the song, typically you do what's called you dip the girl like you know you put your you kind of put like one leg out grab the back of their head and like dip them down what's making me and laugh is there's people out there who don't know what it that's, is that's that's what i'm saying crazy that we have to explain Dude, it. i know God, yeah, my leg my leg's asleep <laughs> <So> <laughs> this story kate oh my god God, this is the funniest thing ever. Casey was I used like, to love the fake dip, man. Dude, oh my God. So that Stoney LaRue song, it's like, uh, I forgot what part it is. It's a, towards the end of the song. Say the song's five minutes long. At four minutes and 30 seconds, yep. Yep. if you don't know it, you would think the song's over. It's like. It's a fake end. It's like, whatever. Uh, Until you and then it's I like, love you one more time. time. Then it dies. Then it goes. It starts over. (laughs) And oh my God, Casey was so having a good time. I'll just say that. And she was like, dip me, dip me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? (laughs) We've been dancing for four and a half minutes. I'm sweating. I'm like, right now? She's like, just dip me. I'm like, okay. So I dip her down and she's like, doesn't realize it's the end of the song or not the end of the song. So like I'm dipping her on the half end as she hears that like the song keeps going and she rips her head back up and I'm holding her head in a dip and dude, I held a handful of Casey's hair, ripped it straight out of her head because (laughs) she like was just on another planet. Just, you know, so drunk having a great time and she falls down I'm catching her head and she just whips back up and I, and holding her and she's like you just fucking ripped my hair out. i'm like you told me to hold you like what are you doing and oh my god to this day that's the best she will be like yeah that, that was that was 100 my fault i'm just laughing thinking like if that was me in your shoes and that was like a girl you didn't that was know a girl hey you want to dance and I just, I'm sitting there with a handful of her hair. <laughs> I don't even know her name. <laughs> what do I do with this? Do I act like it didn't happen? Here's, like, here's your scalp. <laughs> just throw it down, act like it didn't happen. Or, like, she had to have felt it. Like, what am I, <laughs> what am I doing? Dude, this belongs uh, to you. <laughs> is this yours? I don't know what I would do. I don't either. Well, other than I would what probably I just, just look at it, look at her, see what her face is doing. Oh my god! If I'm she crying. doesn't say anything, I'm acting like it didn't happen. I'm gonna throw it. Oh no, dude! <laughs> oh, Casey knew exactly what happened, and the thing is, she knew it was her fault. And I'm looking at her with just a handful of her hair, and I'm like, I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you uh. did this. <laughs> I'm freaking crying. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! One time. Oh, such a chump, dude. A chump? Yeah. What uh, a word. A girl I went to high school with was at Cowboys, and I always had a little crush on her. So I went up and asked her how to dance. I went up and asked her to dance. And after like two minutes into the song, I like I act like I didn't know who she was. Until like two minutes into the song, I'm like, hey, you look familiar. She's like, yeah, we went to, like, you idiot. And I was like, uh. <laughs> And I was you like, don't say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No wonder. How you been? <laughs> and I never felt like more of a loser <laughs> than that moment. Like, 
she saw right through me. You <laughs> know, <laughs> I thought it was gonna be such a, I thought it was gonna be such a good play. Like I was gonna act like you know things have changed. Like it's been like four years. Like she got sat behind you in math class for four years in a row. <laughs> yeah, like, I was thinking I was playing it cool. Like I don't, I don't know who you are. Oh, you're the same girl. You, mm. like, she's like you liked my Instagram story today. Like, I don't remember you, like, I, dude. I thought I was playing it cool and. Oh, so embarrassed. <laughs> you called yourself a chump. Dude, it, I was. What a wild time Cowboys Arlington was. Oh, my God. What did they do with that place? Is it even open? No, that's like it. They like demolished no, they that. They demolished it in a parking lot. <laughs> For that GM plant? Mm-hmm. Oh, that place took years off of our life. And Red River sucks. I've never been. You never went to Red River? I didn't even like dancing. The only one, the only time that I went was with Casey. I'm sorry, I'm good at dancing, and she likes to go, but mm. I'm not. <laughs> I don't. I don't like it. Red River's, uh, it's a, what do you, dance floor, is like a, it's like a, a NASCAR track. It's a, it's a, it's a circle. <laughs> But a circle's not the right word. Yeah, I know what you mean. I've, I've seen you talk to me, though. It's like an oval with, like, a bar in the middle or something, or, like, a... So, yeah, it's like an oval, but, I mean, it's like it's like a track, like a track track, like a high school field and track. And then in the middle of it is a bar. So you dance, and you, you have to go away. Like, you have to move, uh, like, a revelation. Revolution? Like, re- revolution. You have to revolve. <laughs> you have to revolve around it. And uh, there's a flow, like a lazy river. There's a flow to it. And if you don't fall, like, you're going to jack up. So it's like a flow around the bar. So you can go inside of it, get a drink, come back out, or you can go outside of it. At the end of the day, it's not that It's just, it's narrow, so it's hard to dance on. And like I said, you have to flow with it because you're constantly doing laps around this track or lazy river, whatever helps you imagine <laughs> it. But the worst part about it is that the dance floor is a smooth 12 inches off the floor. <laughs> like, it's a fat step up <laughs> to get up on the dance floor. And if you've been kind of drinking and you're kind of swirling and you get a little dizzy, like, dude, That's a it's a job. hazard. <laughs> like, I don't know how many girls like, I'll be spinning. And, like, I got to, like, grab them real quick and, like, save their life. And they'll spin right off that 12-inch platform. And, like, it's not friendly. I'm surprised they haven't, like, I'm surprised when I was there, there was never, like, an accident. Like, I don't know how people weren't just breaking their ankle or falling off that thing. That is always something. It's a steep step, dude. That is always something so funny to me, too, is, like, whenever you're out there dancing, having a good time, like, there are people, that is their bread and butter. They're like, I'm going to go fucking dancing dude, tonight. And I'm like, and there's people, hey, like, hey, they're... They're e- not there easy. drinking. They're they're over there downing water because they're sweating. Like they're I'm there like, just to dance. And dude, oh, you wanna know what's so crazy about me? <laughs> We've been doing this for a long time. My mind my mindset instantly I think about people like you, like, okay, I'm gonna go out there and meet a girl. The last thing I would wanna do is if I okay, say I met a girl out there, we're having a great time. Just sweaty and gross. <laughs> You're going to take her home? Like, ew, dude. Like, no thanks. Like, you've been out there burning calories all night long, sweating tequila shots, just nasty, floating in the air, about to fall off this platform. Like, hey, come home with me. Like, no, dog, go shower. Like, no thank you. (laughs) 
the video people know why he's laughing. I got a face over here. Yeah. <laughs> You've been there a time or two, I know. I'm like, no, thank you. Like, But where I was going with that. Depends on the girl. Yeah, but uh, where I was going initially is like, that's so funny to me. Like, we go out to have a good time or whatever, and then there's people that are like, I'm going to go dance. Like, I'm going to drink Red Bull and water, and I'm just going to freaking tear up that dance floor tonight and like hey no no hate like if that's your thing go for it that's just that's wild to me and then those guys they're so serious like i mean they are starched jeans wearing freaking hundred dollar pearl snaps like y'all are cracking me up like i mean do your thing it's just (laughs) it's goofy to me (laughs) but hey i guess if it's if it works and you're getting you're getting girls get your girls uh, I guarantee you all they're doing is dancing. Right? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. That's, I remember those guys. That's wild. Yeah, Dude, I do too. Think Very about that well. right now. Like, think about the last time. Think about the last time you two stepped. Like, think about the last time you were on a dance floor. I couldn't tell you. Every wedding I've ever been to, bro. You're two stepping? Well, not, not, I mean, well, half step, but God. I, I want to say the last time I danced was at. <laughs> I want to say it was at a PR. Is that is it PRs? PRs, yeah. I want to say it was at PRs with a shout out Kyler Brown with KBZ with Kyler's cousin. I think I think that was every bit of ten years ago. I think that was the last time I danced. I was yeah. at PRs with Kyler's cousin. Did you dance when we went to Oklahoma with Casey and Autumn for their birthdays last year? No, no. I was uh, I was wanting to, but didn't. No, didn't have enough courage. Well, uh, people watching at those inst- those uh, those instances is really fun too because those guys, man, you couldn't tell them shit that night. They are in their minds. They're I, I'm Patrick Swayze. I mm-hmm. am the bee's knees. <laughs> These women don't know what's coming for them. I'm gonna do <laughs> pendulum sw- switch. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah, Footloose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, they're prowling. That's what you need to put in your Tinder bio. Kevin Beckham? <laughs> no, just, I'm really good at two-stepping. I'll make sure you don't fall off that platform. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I can't imagine going out and dancing right now. I don't know if I have the stamina. <laughs> I'm tired. Dude, that would just be, yeah, I don't. Does it sound like a fun time? It kind of does, but at the same time, I don't know. It's what? Like, y'all, y'all gonna be done dancing by 10 p.m.? Yeah. Like, I'd have fun, but after 10 p.m., I'll be a little tired. Go dance one time and then be like, hey, that was fun. Like, you wanna go to the bar and <laughs> hang out? <laughs> we don't have to do this anymore, right? Yeah. <laughs> then those girls come up to you, you want jello shots? Nobody wants your jello shots. They're a dollar. That's, that's 99 cents too much. Nobody wants that. <laughs> Get away from me. That's another thing of the stockyards. They do. They are ruthless with that stuff. Every five seconds, there's a cocktail waitress. You want this? You want? Th- no, I'm good. Thank you. Please leave me alone. Leave me alone. I'm eating yunch. <laughs> uh, Deep cut, dude. Yeah, well, it's like single life dancing. I don't know, dude. DC could probably handle all of it, but DC is drunk, Corey. By the way. Yeah. As you're stroking the pup one more time. Drunk Corey's outgoing. He's a goofball. We got to get Drunk Corey out there. Drunk Corey would be, you'd be level six on that the thing, you know, where people are like, oh, you're never going to be satisfied. Well, they've never met Drunk Corey before. That would be the satisfaction level right there. Mm-hmm. 
All right, guys, well, we've been doing this for damn near two hours. So I think that's a good place to, to wrap up. The Q&A was really fun. So I appreciate y'all sending that stuff in. We had a good time. And Corey has somewhat become a co-host. Y'all really seem to like him. So um, I, I'm not sure why, but, you know, it is what it is, I guess. So if y'all if y'all continue to like this stuff, let us know. And uh, if you haven't already, please go uh, follow Corey and his uh, – what is – I do this every time, and I don't know what it is because you just changed your handle, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, you plug where where they can find you. No, I don't even. I'll look it up. These days, I don't know. My personal account's Corey Ross with two Y's, and my fitness account is the same, Corey Ross with two Y's underscore fitness. Yeah. But the fitness page these days are more just kind of like it's just fun. I just kind of anything I post fitness gym wise, it's going to go on there. It's not so official anymore these days. That's kind of the way I'm leaning towards. Yeah, but so. either way, go give them a follow. If you haven't already, we appreciate you uh, uh, following the page as far as the podcast is concerned. You know, I'm trying to do this YouTube thing. That's been fun. So y'all seem to like that. I don't know why but you know if you like to watch us sit here on a couch and talk that's cool too i guess if you want to you want to look at a pretty dog yeah. for an hour and 45 loki doke is sleeping loki doke's been snoozing this yeah. whole time go follow the uh the youtube page and the podcast page and all that good stuff uh, you know where to find me i'll plug all that but anyways it was fun Corey. i appreciate you man and uh yeah if you've made it this far we definitely appreciate you listening so make sure like I said, go follow everybody and keep listening. And uh, if you haven't already, five stars, that helps a lot too on Spotify and Apple Podcast and blah, blah, blah. You know where to find me. But anyways, like always, uh, I appreciate you guys. And remember, as long as y'all keep listening, I'll keep talking. See you next time.